You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Kevin Wags. I give you A. C-L. Welcome back into the ACL Pod NFC North final team here, the Chicago Bears. I'm ACL, he's Wags. The website acl-sports.com. Football packages are all up. We are in full swing here, man. College, NFL, everything is going right now. Really, really, really fun time for sports and for sports wagering. Let's jump in, Wags. Here we go with the Chicago Bears. Here are their numbers as I pull them up here. Season win total, 6, plus 100, minus 120 if you want to go under that. There's some 6.5s in the market as well. To win the division, 15-1. to one. To win the conference, 80-1 to one if you think the Bears go to the Super Bowl. 150-1 to one if you think the Bears. The Justin Fields-led Bears can win the Super Bowl wags. Here's my thing with what they did on the coaching front. I think Matt Nagy needed to go. I, I have no problem with that. I have a problem with the hire. They bring in Matt Everflus from the Colts, defensive-minded guy. It's just we, we, we've we seen this story before. Um, We've seen this story before, right? It's the Vic Fangio thing, some other names as well, the Mike Zimmer toward the end. Like You, you bring in these defensive-minded coaches in the NFL in 2022, and they're just so used to being defensive coordinators. That's their focus. So, you know, run the ball, get, you know, it's just, it doesn't seem to work. And that's my concern with this Bears team, especially when you have this rookie quarterback, second year quarterback now in Justin Fields, who really kind of, I feel like needed that offensive minded guy to come in and really help him progress. But we shall see. That's why their win total is at six in many regards, in my view, where is your head at with the Chicago Bears team heading into the year? I completely agree. Um, you know, I think there, there's a lot of talk in Chicago now about Darnell Mooney, and, and I'm certainly a believer in Mooney. I think he's he's, solid. he's a yep. very, very good wide receiver, um, but they don't really have anything else on offense behind him. The you know, wide receiver is an issue. Mooney, in my opinion, is a very good wide receiver two, bottom wide receiver one. I mean, he's good. Don't get me wrong. I think that's very good. Um, but he's going to operate as a number one with a bunch of wide receiver fours behind them. Equinemia St. Brown, Byron Pringle. Um, you know, these are guys that are, are, you know, fringe starters if, you know, maybe next man in. Um, but the biggest thing here is one of the worst offensive lines in the league. You know, the mm-hmm. similar to, to the Steelers and in situations like that where, you know, they gave up the Bears last season gave up the most sacks, 58 which is about three and a half sacks a game. So I see, I'd say Fields isn't, you know, in the best situation here in Chicago. And I really, you know, hope they can get, bring in guys and give him the time that he deserves to, to get acclimated to the NFL, to, to get an offensive line in front of him. And, you know, I don't think it's happening this year. Clearly, you know, they would have already brought this in, brought in talent, but they need to in the next few years is build a line in front of him to give him some confidence where he can get, you know, kind of the, the start that he deserves, but they're really not giving him a chance. These receivers, you know, are, are, are mediocre. Mooney is very good. Cole Komet, solid tight end. He caught 60 balls last year, which doesn't really surprise me because fields had to get the ball out of his hand so quick. And it's usually tight end as the first option. 
you know, think about this. Their best offensive group is the backfield with David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert. And that's pretty sad because those guys, yeah, they're, they're okay. But if that's your best group, I mean, it's not good. Uh, not good. No, not good at all. Uh, you know, Khalil <laughs> Max out, which, you know, I think hurts with, you know, defensive depth. But, you know, they, they got my guy, Roquan Smith, who I love, who he voiced an opinion recently that he wanted out. So mm-hmm. obviously there's turmoil there. And when, you know, you talk about guys like him being unhappy, and I was hopeful that he'd be in, end up in Miami. Um, Beyond that, they still have a pretty solid defense, which is the only thing that the Bears really have to to kind of go to games with. You know, with Roquan Smith, play, you know, kind of rovering and covering all over the field. Uh, they have Jalen Johnson and A. Jackson in the secondary. A few young guys back there that I also like with, um, you know, Jaquan Brisker, who, you know, did recently have thumb surgery. So that's, you know, a delay to start the season. Uh, I'm just not too hopeful for this team. Um, I didn't have them on my card, but I am literally about to tweet out a two-unit play right now on the Bears under six. I think this team struggles. I don't think they're going to be very good. I think you know they might, quote-unquote, tank for a pick uh, for next year, and I'm not talking about quarterback and a quarterback-heavy uh, draft. I'm thinking that you know they're going to need to get that best offensive lineman to give fields, you know, some sort of protection. And I'm tweeting that out in about 10 seconds. I don't hate it, man. I, uh, look, Khalil Mack started only seven games from last year. So they lose him, but not as big as some, I think just based on name recognition. I agree. The defense, they were sixth last year in total defense, third in passing defense. The problem was in the, and it was in the, uh, in the running game, 23rd in rushing defense. And they just didn't allow, or sorry, force any turnovers, only 29th in terms of interceptions. They only had eight picks the entire year last year, which is just remarkable. Uh, I mentioned Matt Everflus off the top. So he got rid of the 3-4. He installed a 4-3 defense, which was used by Lovey Smith, uh, kind of in that Brian Ur- Urlacher area, if you will. They'll use a cover two zone as well, with kind of that single single gap approach on the defensive front. So lots of changes coming in there. I don't love that either when you have a team that was literally uh, sixth in total defense last year, making all these, all these massive changes. I would have liked to see him kind of keep intact what happened last year on on the defensive side and sort of done a big overhaul on the offensive side that's not what they decided to to do um and then just as far as experience it's interesting they go from the oldest nfl team to one of the absolute least experiences four of their offensive linemen wags will have started two years or less Justin Fields, of course, only has 10 starts. Mooney's their only receiver who has proven out anything at all. Uh, and then on defense, they have two rookies in the secondary now. So lots of changes here on the Bears uh, front. They were minus 13 in turnover differential last year, which should help them improve a little bit. But, man, they have to play the Packers twice. They have to play the Vikings twice, who we talked about are going to be better. They have to play the Lions twice, who I think are going to be better as well. So when you just sort of look at six of their 17 games – are against three very solid teams who I think perhaps the Packers have declined a bit, but they're still going to be very, very good. Perhaps two of those teams have no doubt increased uh, from last year. The Packers maybe say the same, maybe drop a little bit, still going to be better than the Bears. So that doesn't do them any favors either. And then the coaching staff, I have a ton of questions there. So we see why the market has responded the way it has, right? The Bears under money has come in a bit. I think you're getting a good number with that six. It wouldn't shock me if we start to see some five and a halves hit the market, uh, perhaps some buyback then. But man, 
it might be a really long year for Justin Fields. And it's unfortunate because he's one of those guys. I, I'd love to get your thoughts. If he was in a better system, right? Better coaching, better O-line, better receivers. I do actually see the talent there. He can run the ball. He can make all the throws. It's just the situation that he's in is absolutely not ideal. Yeah, no, it's wrong. And I, and I hate that they put quarterbacks in this situation yep. into large markets like Chicago and New York and, you know, the, other parts of the country where, you know, you have these diehard fan bases who expect so much because they're such a good quarterback and they disappoint because they have a terrible offensive line and they don't surround them with the right receivers or the right coaching personnel or, you know, a plethora of different reasons. And you put these guys in situations where they're going to struggle and then the fan base gets on you. And they start to doubt themselves. They lose confidence. And next thing you know, they're out of the league. And it's it's just not fair to these guys. And I feel awful that he's put in this position. But here we are. He's going to have to make the best of it. He's going to have to get the ball out quickly. He's going to have to use Komet. He's going to have to use Mooney. You know, guys like Equinamius St. Brown, if he could step up, you know, they're going to – they're just – yeah, I don't know. It's not going to be a good situation for the Bears this year. They need to rebuild. They need to get better um, up front. And without that, you know, they're going to struggle. My hope is that the front office has given Eberflus sort of that message as well. Like, we're here for you. We don't expect you to go out and win the division this year, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of times that doesn't happen. These, these, these front offices just get the wrong idea that – you know, we're built to win now. My job's on the line. So therefore your job has to be in the line, that kind of thing. So you always worry about that with first year coaches who it's fairly obvious the team is rebuilding. As I mentioned, the experience factor as well. That's what sort of points me to a potential under here as well, is that when a team makes that drastic of a change, as far as experience goes, based upon a team that actually had a top five defense last year, that tells me that they understand what's going on here. So under is the only way I could look on the Chicago Bears team. Again, very, very, very tough division that they have to play in, and the O-line issues are definitely there. All right. I'm ACL. He's Wags. If you guys have five seconds, we'd appreciate that five-star review and a very nice comment. Just literally, just click the five-star button. That's all you got to do. It's very, very quick. We definitely appreciate it, and it helps us continue to be able to do this. Any questions, hit us up on Twitter or the gram, at the real ACL and at Cap'n Wags. Okay, that's the division. That's the North. We have two divisions left in the NFC the South and the West. We will be back next time talking NFC South. And we're going to be starting with the Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Bucks for WAGs. I'm ACL. We'll talk to you all next time with the Bucks.